0: Welcome to episode 584 of the 1010 Thrive Podcast, brought to you by 1010 Thrive Ministries. I'm Peter Anderson. 1010 Thrive, 10 minutes a day based on 10 guidelines for abundant living. Many Christians talk about the importance of loving God and loving others, and rightly so, Jesus declared these to be the greatest commandments. The idea that we are to love others is sometimes more specifically stated as the call to love one's neighbor as oneself. In light of that, who is my neighbor becomes a natural question to ask. The command to love one's neighbor as oneself comes originally from Leviticus 19 verse 18, which says, Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against anyone among your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. The Jews of Jesus' day would largely have understood their neighbor to be their fellow Israelites. But God has a broader definition in mind. Loving one's neighbor is more than simply loving those who are like us and who can love us in return. Luke 10 records an incident in which a scribe, an expert on the Jewish law, tested Jesus about what he must do to inherit eternal life. Jesus turned the question back to the scribe. The scribe responded with the command to love God with all of one's being and to love one's neighbor as himself. Jesus affirmed the response, but the scribe Wanting to justify himself, asked, Who is my neighbor? Jesus replied, With the parable of the Good Samaritan. In the parable, a man traveling from Jerusalem to Jericho is attacked and left for dead on the side of the road. A priest walking by sees the man but passes on the other side of the road. The same happens when a Levite travels through. In essence, two Jews, both of whom were from the priestly line of Israelites, and should have known and followed god's law failed to show love to their fellow israelites in need however jesus said along came a samaritan a person generally disdained by the jews because of cultural and religious differences and it was the samaritan who stopped to help the injured man he cared for the man's wounds and paid for him to stay in an inn in short a person whom the jews would have considered unclean and outside of God's covenant demonstrated compassion for one who would have considered him an enemy. Jesus asked the scribe which of the three passers-by was a neighbor to the injured man. The expert in the law replied, the one who had mercy on him. Jesus told him, go and do likewise. Our neighbor is thus anyone in our proximity with whom we can share God's love. We are called not only to love those who are similar to us or with whom we are comfortable, but all whom God places in our path. In fact, Jesus said, I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. God shows love to all people. As his children were called to do the same. The transatlantic slave trade and slavery often were justified by religious leaders who argued that slave owners were performing a noble Christian duty by converting and enslaving Africans who were inferior to whites in the eyes of the church. After the Civil War, white churches supported racial hierarchy and segregation, forcing black people to form their own churches. The first independent black denomination was formed in 1787 when Richard Allen and Absalom Jones founded the first African Methodist Episcopal Church in Philadelphia. After white Congregants yanked them from their knees while they were praying in a whites only section of St. George's Methodist Episcopal Church. Black churches became an indispensable cultural and political hub of the African American community. In 1959, nearly a century after slavery was abolished, less than two dozen of the South's 100,000 white churches were known to have any black members. In 1957, Dr. John Buchanan, a prominent pastor and man of the year in Birmingham, Alabama, defended racial division and told the Birmingham News, the good Lord set up the customs and practices of segregation. This is a Christian who said this. Just as they opposed integrated schools, many white people feared that recognizing African Americans as equals in the intimate context of church would usher in total social equality, which they found to be unacceptable. Today, 86% of American churches lack any meaningful racial diversity. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. once observed that the most segregated hour of Christian America is 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. That is still true. And it is true also for Christians who worship on Saturday mornings. In Isaiah 58, God condemns his people for their hypocrisy. How can they worship Him and oppress their brothers and sisters? How can they sing praise and worship songs at 11 and use racial slurs at noon? It is important to understand what true love is. We love people by genuinely seeking what is best for them. Loving others does not mean agreeing with everything they say or do, nor does it mean acting in ways that always gain their approval. Loving our neighbors means attending to their needs, both physical and spiritual. We love our neighbors when we let the Samaritan in Jesus' parable have compassion for them and help meet their needs as we are able. We love our neighbors best when we share God's truth with them. Jesus alone can save, and he alone can meet people's every need. Incidents in the Life of a Slave Girl is an autobiography by Harriet Jacobs, a mother and fugitive slave published in 1861. The slave narrative begins when Harriet's mistress, described as kind and considerate, dies. Harriet recounts a promise which was made by her mistress to her mother that the young girl would be freed when her mistress died. She writes, After a brief period of suspense, the will of my mistress was read, and we learned she had bequeathed me to her niece, a child of five years old. So vanished our hopes. My mistress had taught me the precepts of God's word. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. But I was her slave, and I supposed she would not recognize me as her neighbor. I would give much to blot out from my memory that one great wrong. As a child, I loved my mistress, and looking back on the happy days I spent with her, I tried to think with less bitterness of this act of injustice. While I was with her, she taught me to read and spell, and for this privilege which so rarely falls to the lot of a slave, I bless her memory who knows how often harriet read or was read to about the biblical precept of loving her neighbor it is quite conceivable that she clinged to this idea as she faced the cruelty of life as a slave the premise of loving your neighbor for harriet was a promise of new life faith freedom and family now shattered through the reading of her mistress's will in which slaves were treated as property and not embraced as neighbors But Harriet still lived on the promises of the scripture that if the poor, the downtrodden, and the least of these were to be considered neighbors, as the Apostle James points out in James 2, surely a young slave girl could be as well. Are you more neighborly to the people who look like you? To people with elevated status? To people who believe the things that you do? To people with whom you identify in some way? You may need to find some new neighbors to love. We are called to love our neighbors, including our neighbors who seem like enemies to us, when we act toward them with a heart that first loves God. We love our neighbors out of an overflow of God's love for us and as a way of demonstrating our love toward God. Father, fill our hearts with love for you, a love that overflows in love for others, including those who may be different from ourselves. That's our episode. Remember that God calls you not only to live, but to thrive. Live life to the full today.